I'm Michelle Schaefer, and you're listening to the Sold Out Entrepreneur Podcast. This will be a year of increase, impact, and favor, and I want you to wake up to possibilities and dreams that are waiting for you. You can't be the same person this year and reach new goals. I hold nothing back. I will help you make a shift. I'm going to teach you how your mindset, your nutrition, and your personal development are either moving you forward or holding you back. This is it. No excuses. No bull. Are you ready? Let's do this. Let's just get right into this. Who is this information for? This is for the moms that need a side hustle to help contribute to the household, but can't go out and get a regular, in quotations, job because they have children to take care of. And it would actually cost them more money to get a job because of daycare than it would to get the job. This is for the dads that are out there trying to figure out a way to add to their finances because it's it's just not cutting it. You just don't have the finances that you need to live the lifestyle that you want to live. This is for the, uh, the millennial who is either in college and dissatisfied, or you've already graduated college, and you're not even working in the field to which you got a degree in, and you know that there's more. This is for anyone who has ever thought about starting a business or getting a second or a third job to help fill in the gaps and make ends meet. This is for you. This is for you that still has dreams in your heart (laughs) And your current situation, your current job is not fulfilling that need. This is for you if you have a desire to create more meaning in your life and have more impact on your community. This is for you if you have a longing inside your heart to have what you do that creates an income for you is also fulfilling your purpose on the planet. This information is for you. Let's talk about where it all starts. It really starts when we're young and we are being groomed from a very young age that this is the path we should follow. You get good grades in school so that you can get into a good college, get at least a four-year degree, and then once you have graduated from college and you have, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars in debt, go out, get a good job, you know, get a good job that start at the bottom rung and work for 40 years of your life um, and then retire and retire on a percentage of the income that you worked 40 years for. And how is that working for us? How is that plan working for us? Well, what's happening today is that plan no longer exists. It may have worked for my grandparents and maybe your grandparents, maybe your parents, depending on your age, but it's not working anymore. That is no longer a viable option. You know, statistically, it, it's said that we, we have at least seven different careers in our lifetime, not just jobs, careers. And so what are the options? You know, you're, you're looking at your life and you're deciding that you're dissatisfied. Maybe you're not making enough money. Maybe you're making enough money, but your quality of life is, is just down the tubes. You have no quality of life. You're literally living, eating, breathing, sleeping your job. And so you have no social life, no ability to... Uh, you know, (laughs) have relationships and maybe you're married and you're in that situation and your marriage is suffering. Maybe you're in that situation and you're married and you have children 
And not only is your marriage suffering, but your, your children are suffering. You don't even know your children. I, I know that when I was uh, working full-time in the salon, that was my background, I uh, worked behind the chair in the salon for 10 years. And I would work all day long at the salon, you know, long days, <laughs> and I would come home, and I had nothing left to give. I had nothing left to give. And I, the hours at home were spent making sure that the kids got their homework done, doing the laundry for the next day, doing dinner, cleaning up, doing chores. There was zero quality of life. You know, my husband and I, we passed each other in the hallways. Oh, what do you got going on today? Okay, I'll see you later. And it just, the, the tension in the home was high. And, you know, we didn't always have enough to make the ends meet. And so we go through this, you know, this bill juggling thing where, okay, I can pay this one today and I'll call this company and ask for an extension and put this one on hold and, you know, things come up, right? So you have car repairs that need to be done or the kids need something and, and you can't really afford it. So what do we do? This is the American way. We put it on a credit card. <laughs> so it takes us, you know, five years and, and, and triple the cost to pay something off because that's what we're taught we should do. This is, this is the system that we've gotten ourselves into. And it's not working anymore. It's not working. I want to encourage you, if you're listening to this, there are options for you. There is a better way. There are different paths for you to choose. So let's talk about what's actually going on right now in the economy. It's you that's going on. <laughs> Have you heard of that? It's the you economy. And you probably don't realize, but you're already participating in you economy services. Actually, in the United States, one in four U.S. adults is participating in the you economy. So what is that? What does that mean? Well, first of all, let me just give you a little bit of background on it. This has been going on since the late 1990s, but, but really it, the, the, we were positioned to go in that direction, but it wasn't until technology caught up. And now technology has caught up and really it, it's revolutionized the modern day entrepreneur. So have you ever heard of any of these companies? Etsy, eBay, Amazon, Uber, Lyft, Airbnb, VRBO, 99designs, Freelancer, or Craigslist. <laughs> I think I've actually uh, purchased or been involved in the services of every single one of those, those companies that I, that I just mentioned. All of those companies are part of the you economy. Isn't that cool? It's, what, what's happened is everyday people like you and me have decided that they are going to enter into the world of entrepreneurialism. They may have a product or a service or something that they're passionate about, or they may just be looking for a way to make money on the side. We call it a side hustle. <laughs> they, everybody's looking for a side hustle these days because what we've been doing just doesn't work. We are not making enough money to provide the types of lifestyles that we want. And if we are making enough money, we are just dissatisfied because we, we don't have any passion for it. We're not having the impact on the, the community that we live in or the world at large. And so we're looking for other options. And don't think that, you know, you can't participate in this because there's really no one demographic. 
This is men and women. This is a multicultural demographic. This is, uh, it doesn't matter what the age is either. This is, this literally is a, a demographic that is open up to anybody and everybody that just wants something more or something different. This is what's so attractive to people. People are realizing now that you get to make your own rules. You get to make your own choices. Have, have you watched the show Shark Tank? I love that. You're literally looking at people who just, their creativity is just flowing and they have ideas and they're going for it. And it's just, it's very empowering and exciting. Uh, one of the things that will kill your creativity the quickest is routine. You know, and so people get in these routines, going to work every day, working my eight or nine hour shift, getting in my car, commuting home. It's numbing. It begins to dull your excitement, your passion, your creativity. And you just, you get into this routine where it's automatic. You're, it's like robotic. You're, you're not even thinking about it anymore. And I want to wake you up and shake you up and tell you there is more. <laughs> There's more. There, there's a better life waiting for you. And we're lucky enough to be a part of that and to have jumped in. And so I'm excited to bring to you my business partner, who is just an entrepreneur at heart. He's literally was born an entrepreneur and he's done a lot of different things. And I'm going to let him share some of his perspective with you. Just a little bit of background on him. He has been my mentor in business for the last 17 years, and we've worked side by side. He's also my husband. Say hi to everybody, Bobby. Hello. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> I'm excited to have everybody hear your perspective because, you know, starting back when you were literally just out of high school, you already had ideas about what you wanted for your future. So will you just kind of let everybody know what were you? So put, take yourself back. You're a senior in high school and everybody's telling you, you know what, you need to go to college. What's, what's the path step before you and kind of what's your mindset on that? Well, just, just going back for a second to what you were saying prior to me coming on is, uh, you know, my dad was somebody that, that was able to work at the same job for 30 years. He was a fireman a state fireman. Um, but he had a lot of days off. Back then they had a schedule where they had a lot of free time as well. And so he had, you know, a side hustle, like you said. He would take orders from people that, that liked wrought iron fencing. And he was really good at it. He was good at welding and he, he was very artistic and he could make really nice wrought iron fences. And so I would, I would, he would, of course, make me come with him. And I'm in, let's call it, I'm in ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade. And I would go with him so I could make a couple extra bucks. And I would see this, this skill that he had. And he would put something together and he would, he would bring it to the person. He would install it. And then at the end of the day, they would write him a check. And I thought, wow, I would, I would way rather do that than go somewhere for eight or 10 hours a day and have somebody write me a check at the end of the week. I would rather get it immediately and I'd rather do it myself. And so one of the first things that I did, Michelle, um, I was a senior in high school is I just decided how could I, how could I bring a service to somebody without it costing me a ton of money. And what I thought about was I just all wash people's cars. And there was an old, there was a retirement community in the area that I, near the area where I lived. And I would, I actually went knocking door to door to these older people. Cause I knew back then there was no true car wash where an older person could go and have somebody else do it. 
So I would knock on their door and ask if I could wash their car. And I think I might have did it, done it back then for $15, maybe $20. And they were more than happy to let me use their hose, their water. I brought my towels and my soap. <laughs> and I think back then I used dishwashing soap, which is not good for your paint, but I didn't know. But at the end of each car wash, which might have taken me 40 minutes, maybe a little bit longer, they would hand me cash. And that was my first experience in the entrepreneurial world, and I was so excited about it. (laughs) I love hearing this. I wish we could get a car wash for $15 right at our house, but now it costs quite a lot more, and especially your expectations are really high. And now I know why, (laughs) because this is something that you did. Okay, so you're already thinking that I don't want to follow that path, and and I just want to get into your mind a little bit, because... You know, it's even more now. I mean, we are really, we are prepping our children from a young age that they need to get good grades so that they can get into a good college and go to college for a minimum of four years. And many kids are going for six, eight, and some of them 10 years. So I want to ask your, uh, you know, your thoughts on this because you were a young man and you, you weren't even like, you weren't even thinking at all about the college path, were you? No, I mean, I did because I thought that was what I was supposed to think, you know, because everybody was taught exactly what you said to go to high school, get good grades, <clears throat> get accepted into a great college. And, and then, and then you know, it, it almost seemed back then that, hey, because you went to college, you're guaranteed a better job than your friend that is going to work at the gas station or something for the rest of their life. And, and I think it was just something expected. So, I did struggle at the beginning with that mindset of entrepreneurialism, Um, but I I think that eventually, once I I started going to college, I started to see that, listen, I'm, you know, I'm taking the same classes, they're not teaching anything about the job or the career that I would choose to do, I'm still taking the same classes and now it's costing me money to do it. It's kind of crazy when you think about that. I'm listen, for those of you that are listening and you are either in college or you've gone to college, I want to I want to make it clear. I I'm not saying that that's a bad path. But what I want but I, what I do want to make clear is there are other paths. There are other other ways of thinking and I want you to open up your mind to the other ways of thinking. Because I want to fast forward Bobby, now you're a father. We've been married for, you know, many years and I want to talk to you about today. What are some of the things that people, let's just say you, you followed the path, right? You went to college, you got a job. Let's say you are working a job in the path that you got your degree in. What is, what are people's lifestyles like today? Can you kind of, let's just talk about, you know, look around at our neighbors and our neighborhood. What is the lifestyle that people are living right now today? Well, and I think this is probably the same all across the country, at least, is that, you know, people get up really early. And, and I'm talking sometimes 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m. And the whole family, it just seems is in chaos in the morning. You're trying to get your grade school children to school, your middle school children, your high school children. Um, both spouses sometimes now, most of the time now, are both working jobs. And, you know, the garage door opens two cars pull out and go in separate directions. Um, 
And, and then for that entire day, they are spending at work and at school as a family. I always taught, you know, we always learned that you need to, when you, once you get married, start have children, you're going to build a life together. And I don't think that's true anymore. It seems like we're all going apart every single day and we're building a life apart. I don't feel like that's a very, I don't think that that is a quality of life these days. I think it's a, a have to. And uh, people get in this rut, and I call it a rut lifestyle of the same old, same old, boring, everyday thing. The rut starts to get so deep, they wear it down so far that you know the, the, the sun isn't even shining on them anymore. It gets to where um, they're wondering, you know, what, what their, their dreams when they were younger as a kid or through high school of, of, of having this great life are, are starting to go in the wrong direction. Okay, so I agree with you. It, I do not believe that God intended for us to go in different directions all day, every day, husband working, wife working, or maybe the wife, maybe you're staying home, but you don't get to see your husband because he's working so many hours to allow you to stay home that the poor guy is stressed to capacity. And so, you know, our families are separated. Our children are going to school and they go to school from, you know, age five to age 18. We only have 18 summers of them being actually home with us. And so, you know, here's the thing, Bobby, what, so, so you're that guy, okay? You're Joe Worker and you follow the path that you were told to follow and you're, you know, American dream. If you're living in the United States and you're living, you're listening to this, you live in the American dream, you got a degree, you got a good job, you got married, you bought a home, you have children and you know, you're doing the 40, 40 plan, 40 hours a week for 40 years. And you're just not satisfied. You're not satisfied on a a multitude of levels. You're not really enjoying your lifestyle, your family, your wife, your children, because you're working crazy hours. You had a job that's uninspiring and, you know, you're just going through the motions and you want more. What are your options, Bobby? So, so you're Joe Worker. What, what are the things that you do to try to, let's just start here, create more money for your family. What are your options? Well, I, I would say that, you know, first and foremost, you know, a lot of people just take more hours on at their job. Um, sometimes they'll, they'll get a second job or even a third job or they'll work weekends. They'll put their spouse to work. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I was just talking about living a life apart or building a life apart. That's exactly what that's doing more of. I don't really think that's what people are looking for. I would agree with that because a lot of times now, now today we have something called flex schedules where people are actually working less hours, right? Because of technology, they actually are working less hours. And because of all the new laws, regulations, healthcare, people are wanting their, they, they are wanting their employees to actually work less hours than more. So adding more hours to their schedule is, is not an option. So what, what's, what's another option for people, Bobby, that are out there today? They could be a man or a woman, married or single. What's another option if working more hours is not available to you? I think everybody likes the idea, Bobby, of being their own boss, right? They like the idea of not having a boss telling them what they need to do and when they need to do it. So so let's talk about that, Bobby, because you've owned several businesses and let's talk about what people's options are for becoming their own boss. I have. And, and you know, for the most part, when it comes to owning your own business, there's a couple of different options. And one is kind of, you know, having your own idea, coming up with your own idea of a service, 
or something that you're good at doing and, and, you know, really just going from your own knowledge of what you have to offer. Um, and then the other is, is franchising. And the franchise model is really great for people that have not owned a business because they get um, training, you know, they have all of the supplies, um, they, they, do a, they do a lot of the work for you and it's usually a proven model. It's just very expensive, as is it's just as expensive to start a, a, your, own, you know, your own business with your own idea. And for the most part, you know, when you're talking about starting a, a traditional business, a lot of times you need a building, um, you're going to need inventory, you're going to need to pay all the utilities, you're going to need employees, sometimes you need vehicles. The costs can, you know, it can be anywhere from 50000 to over six figures to get started. And then every month you, you have bills to pay, you know, just to keep the doors open, just to keep the lights on. You, you know, I, I had a business at one time uh, in the real estate business um, industry and we had a lot of employees and it costed six figures to get that business started. And every month, the overhead alone, just the bills to keep the lights on was over $50,000. So at the end of the year, you know, you're 600,000 deep in bills just to keep the lights on before I could pay myself. So a lot of times this is just not an option. Most of the time, this is not an option for the average person to do. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we, we want to start a business because we want freedom. We want to make more money, but where do you get the money in the first place? So sometimes this is not an option for people. And I know people that have, they've had maybe equity in their homes or they've had, you know, multiple homes and they've, they've used that equity to start a business. And, you know, just like, you know, Joe Worker had a great idea, started a business, invested, you know, believed in his idea, invested all his either savings or equity in it. And two years later, out of business. I mean, the failure rate is very, very high in traditional business because it just takes uh, knowledge and skill maybe that the average person doesn't have. So, okay, that's that's not a great option. It's not an option. Well, it can be a great option, but it's not that an option for the average people. So, Bobby, that's, that's why we're going to talk a little bit about the you economy. This is an exciting time for people like you and me. People like maybe you're listening to this and, and you have that entrepreneurial heart. You have something inside of you that says, there's got to be more. So the you economy might be attractive to you, like I already talked about. Etsy, eBay, Amazon. Um, oh my goodness, we know a, a young man, he's just turned 18 years old. He had a business on Amazon where he was selling tools that he was purchasing from a company in China and then he'd resell them on Amazon. I mean, this is this didn't cost him hardly anything to start. All he had to do was purchase, find that he did some research, found the products online, purchased them, and then started a little Amazon store. You, because of the U economy, because of technology, people have the ability now to take an idea with much less overhead and start something, these virtual businesses. I had a girlfriend who was, she had a talent at sewing. So she would sew children's clothing and she started an Etsy business, something that she did from home in her spare time. And, you know, every time she got an order, she would create these custom, uh, you know, little clothing items for children and then ship them and sell them out. So Bobby, let's talk about a little bit about, you know, what, what, what's happening right now with the you economy and why it's so attractive to people. 
I just I totally believe nowadays that that people are really tired of the norm. They're they're really tired of somebody else controlling their destiny and telling them when and where they have to be at work and how many hours and here's what you have to do. Here's the amount of uh, here's the amount of vacation you get every year and here's when you can go. Here's the kind of car you can drive because of your limited income and so on and so forth and. And I really believe that when when somebody starts to get just a taste of this you economy that you're speaking of, let me just use as an example, I, I know a couple of different people out there that they just love to take the things in their house and sell them on Craigslist and Amazon. They just love it. Now, they're not really making money because they had to spend more on the item, than, but, but it's just the satisfaction of doing it in their spare time. And instead of, you know, instead of just throwing something away or, or giving something away, they actually go and, and, and they create something on the internet and they sell it on the internet and they actually get cash in hand and it probably just feels really good. And so when you talk about um, all of these other things where, uh, you know, becoming an Uber driver or Etsy or, or all these other things you mentioned earlier, I think it just gives people a sense of ownership of their time again, and they get to control what's going on. It's like pride of ownership, like pride taking control of your life. And, and I think that that's what's exciting about this particular time in our economy. And like I said earlier, this is not limited to any one demographic in particular. It doesn't matter whether you're a male or a female, you can be an Uber driver. It doesn't matter, you know, if you're, uh, you know, if you have a home, you can be involved in Airbnb or VRBO. Uh, we, we've done that a couple of times, Bobby. We've rented homes uh, through VRBO, which stands for Vacation Rentals by Owner. And, you know, so people, what they're doing is they're saying, how can I leverage who I am or what I have to help me earn more income? How can I take my skill, what I own, my spare time, and create something with that? I think it's a really exciting time. Let's talk about, I'm just going to talk about real quick, um, people that have a specific talent. Okay. So there's a lot of people out there who are artistic. Um, they've taken graphic design in college or, you know, maybe they just had a, they learned it on their own cause they liked it. And we, I've used these services, Bobby, I've used one called 99 designs. Now what this is, this is people that are graphic designers and they've all, uh, you know, applied to be a part of this, this company, 99 designs. And when somebody needs a logo or a website or something uh, done with graphic design, the, the people, so I would be the customer, I paid a fee to 99designs and my job got bid out literally to hundreds of graphic designers. I don't know any personally, but I knew a whole bunch when I you know, bid this job on 99designs. Then I got to work directly with all of these designers to help come up with, you know, whatever it was that I needed at the time. It was a logo. So they, they talked with me back and forth, asked me questions. They got to choose my colors and my design. I mean, this is unbelievable. They're doing this from their home, wherever they live in their spare time, you know, maybe uh, on their lunch break or, you know, uh, after work or early in the morning. It's a really exciting time to be an entrepreneur right now. Wouldn't you say so, Bobby? Absolutely. And this is totally the age of the entrepreneur. 
that just gets me fired up because I love to see creativity. I love to see people stepping out and taking control of their lives. Uh, it's what you and I have been able to do, Bobby. And, you know, for the last 14 years, I have been in charge of my life. And I know for you, you have owned your life for even more than that. And, you know, you have been able to enjoy the spoils of making your own choices for a really long time. So before we kind of share with everybody um, an option that we haven't talked about yet at all, <laughs> we haven't talked about this next this next option at all, but I want to share with you guys that are listening what Bobby and I believe to be the best option for people today, the best option for people that want to make a change, want to create more income, more time, a better lifestyle for themselves. They want to be able to leverage this is one thing that we haven't talked about yet, Bobby. They want to be able to leverage uh, their their lifestyle, leverage the strengths of other people, leverage the efforts of other people. We haven't talked about that. You know, if you're an Uber driver, you can't leverage the other Uber drivers, you know, jobs. You can only earn when you drive. If you are selling something on Amazon or eBay, you only earn when that one item is sold on Amazon or eBay. So we're going to talk about leveraging in a second. But before that, will you just share with everybody what your life as an entrepreneur and in the, the chosen industry that, that you, you know, decided upon, how, what your lifestyle has been like for the last, I don't know, how many years? Well, it's it's going on 30 years, which I can't believe I can say that because it's it's been a great 30 years. But let me just go back to the my original story of, you know, going door to door and knocking on the older people's homes to ask if I could wash their car. When I stopped washing cars, there was no more money. Um, going back to the story about my my own dad being really good, a good welder, and he could put together beautiful wrought iron fences for people. If he wasn't taking new orders and putting in new fences, there was no more money coming in. And this is kind of the same situation across the board with great ideas that people have, businesses, businesses that they've started and earning income with. As soon as they stop doing the work, um, the money stops coming in. And, and I think that, you know, I know that the choice that, that we have made and that I made 30 years ago and that I was introduced to, this method is a way that you can continue earning off of your efforts for many, many, many years after you put the hard work in at the beginning. And because of it, um, I now earn a residual income that keeps coming in. And, you know, I know that that... A lot of people have maybe not heard of that before, but what I get to do now is, of course, I work from home, which is the only way to do it, if you ask me, but I get to enjoy so many things that, that so many people wanted to do when they first started working, when they first got married. You know, They wanted to build that life together. They wanted to be with their family. They wanted to be able to choose where they wanted to go anytime they wanted to go. And, and with a job or a traditional business, that just doesn't happen. Your time is consumed by the work. And there's really not much left over. And for me, I have so much time left over. I, I can do what I get to take my daughter to school and pick her up. I can go into the classroom and watch them do some of their have their parties or, or, or do their presentations. I can go to her the school programs every time. I don't miss a single sporting event 
ever. Um, we get to go on vacation. I can choose to go on vacation tomorrow if I wanted to and just go because I'm not held back by time. I don't have to be somewhere because somebody else told me to or because my business requires seven days of week, a week of time. Yes, <laughs> that's what I like to hear. And that's what I've also been able to enjoy for the last 14 years. And let let me, I'm talking about, we are talking about the network marketing, the direct sales profession. Now, I know some of you are squirming in your seats and some of you just furrowed your eyebrows and some of you even had a big sigh. (laughs) And I get it. I get it. I get that maybe you have had a bad experience. Maybe you know of somebody who's had a bad experience. Maybe you don't know anybody personally or, and, and you know, you've just heard weird rumors about the profession of network marketing. Um, I, I, you know, here's the thing. We're talking about creating a very lucrative side hustle for you that, that creates passive residual income. Do you know what that means? It means that you are continuing to earn again and again and again. So I want you to just have a little bit of an open mind while we share with you some of the statistics and some of the realities of today's network marketing, today's profession of network marketing. It is a legitimate career. It is something that you can actually build an entire career and an entire life around the profession of network marketing. And, you know, not to say that, and and we'll get into this more in part two, but not to say that there aren't bad companies, because there are. There are bad companies in every profession. There are bad companies, Bobby, that, that manufacture products that we call food, that we feed to our families that are bad companies that have, you know, bad ingredients, use bad techniques. There are bad uh, people in sales. How many times you've been to a car dealership and you had a terrible, you know, salesperson. There are bad people in real estate. There are bad real there. There's uh, nothing is perfect. You guys, there's no perfect profession that people aren't perfect. There's always a story that you can find of somebody that has blown it for everybody else, really. And so if you're one of those people, you had a negative experience with a person, a product, or a company in the direct selling profession, I'm speaking to you because I want to share with you some really good information about today's, the modern profession of network marketing and really what it can do for you. First off, I want to start by talking about how long the network marketing profession has been around because you might think it's fairly new, but it's been around for 160 years. Did you know that? 160 years (laughs) this profession has been around and, and it's big. It's bigger than the entertainment and the sports industries combined touting over $184 billion with a B in global sales every year and over 100 million people that are direct sellers. They are considered direct sellers. And you know, here's the thing about it. You know, with the, with the advent of social media, that has changed everything about the way we do business in general, but specifically with the network marketing profession. Social media has been a catalyst for, for it to virtually explode. <laughs> Pun intended there, Bobby. <laughs> virtually explode. Um, it Literally, social media has been the catalyst for, for basically a, a, an entrepreneurial revolution. And here's a statistic. When, when people are faced with two equal choices... They often purchase for no other reason than they associate one choice with someone they know, referral marketing. That's what... 
that's what network marketing, direct selling is. It is the referral of a product or service by somebody else. It's pretty profound. I mean, the market is giant. I know we think us in the United States that we're like the big dogs of everything, but but the United States only makes up 34% of the global market for direct selling. I think that's huge. There's still so much growth out there uh, that, that can happen and that is happening in network marketing, in the direct selling profession. I'm going to use those terms interchangeably because really that's what they are. And let's just talk about what it is. It's not a weird pyramid. Pyramids are illegal. Pyramids have no product and no service. Those are outlawed. Uh, so we're not talking about an illegal pyramid. We're talking about a method of distribution. That's all direct sales and network marketing is. It's a, a way for a company to distribute products without spending millions and millions of dollars on ad campaigns with celebrities and social media campaigns. All they have to do is find one excited person who likes the product and, you know, <laughs> give them their social media pages and boom. <laughs> now they are out there advertising, singing the praises of a product or service. And, and we get paid as direct sellers. Direct sellers, network marketers get paid for, you know, being excited about a product. Virtually, we're just getting massive referrals for sending people to a company. It's very now become a very high tech profession, but with very high tech touch. And what we do is we leverage the excitement and the efforts of other people. And Bobby, I know that this was, this was, uh, the profession, uh, that you chose many, many years ago. Will you just share a couple of the ideas of why this was such an attractive profession for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, just a couple of years after I had started that car wash business when I was, um, just, uh, 17 and 18 years old, I was introduced to the profession of network marketing. And, you know, I just, I, I understood it immediately. I, maybe I didn't understand it. I, I got the concept of it immediately. In other words, the person that, you know, came up to me and, and introduced me just basically was telling me that, hey, you've got these great products you get to market. You, you get to work from home. You can make as much as you want or as little as you want. You can, you, you can do it any time you want. And all those things were striking a chord with me. It was like, yes, 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 that's what I want. You know, I was, I, I had already, I started working um, in ninth grade, you know, we started early back in those days and I worked very hard, some very odd, very hard jobs. And I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. So when this particular person told me about the profession of network marketing, I immediately raised my hand. I wanted to be the first one in, to be involved. And, you know, way back then, you know, for those of you that, that have tried network marketing in the past and it maybe didn't work for you, there are, there are some things that really, really matter. The company you choose really matters today. The people with whom you're working with, the people that are going to get you started really, really matter. They need to know what they're doing. They need to be able to get you on the right track immediately. And um, back when I first started, there was no internet yet. There was no computers. There was no cell phones for texting or all this really cool social media that we use these days. You had to pick up the telephone or you had to drive to somebody's house and offer what you had. There was no other way to do it. So today's network marketing has changed so dramatically. It's become so much easier to be involved. And, you know, like when I talked about you know, trying to buy a franchise or start your own business costing so much money. 
Um, you know, you can get started nowadays for, you know, sometimes under $300, under $600, under $1,000. It's very minimal to be able to own a business, start, you know, start working from home and have the ability to have an uncapped income. I mean, you can earn any amount today that you choose, any amount. And I know people that make an extra $1,000 a month just to make ends meet. I know people that are making well into six figures every single month. And uh, my wife here, Michelle, are not doing too shabby ourselves. We've been doing this, our experience in this, you know, combined. I'm, I'm going on 30 years. She's going on 15. We have a lot of years experience. We know how to get this done. And we've made a lot of money doing it. That's, it's because of network marketing that I can say that I went from a teen mom to a millionaire. We have been able to create a lifestyle for ourselves that is one literally that, that you only dream about when you're thinking about winning a lottery ticket. And we've created it. And along the way, we have literally helped tens of thousands of people to enjoy you know great products and to have hope for something better and to create incomes for themselves, whatever income that it was. And so so I'm, I stand very, very proud to be a part of a profession that has really come of age. It's been around for a long time. There are lots of regulations and regulatory agencies that watch over it. And so now, you know, if you have heard weird things about it in the past, I want to assure you that today's network marketing is not perfect, but it certainly is a, a very viable and exciting option for people. Like Bobby said, very low startup costs very low risk, and you get to leverage not only the efforts of other people, but the expertise of other people. That's what makes this so awesome. You could literally start your network marketing business today, and you could make money this week. You cannot say that about starting a traditional business. There is a very high failure rate. There is very, it's very high risk and very high cost involved. So uh, we're man, we love it. <laughs> We're proud to be a part of it. And I am hoping that you, whoever you are, no matter what your age, no matter what your background, if you are listening to this, you're starting to realize that this might be an option for you as well. Technology, timing, creativity, dissatisfaction, peer-to-peer -peer business model. That's what this is. That's what the you economy has created for us a peer-to-peer -peer business model. And it doesn't matter in network marketing what type of skill or education you are coming with. It doesn't matter. This is an, an equal and level playing field for all. And so stick around for part two because Bobby and I are going to talk to you about what it takes. Maybe you're just curious about network marketing. Maybe you've been involved and you haven't succeeded. Maybe you've thought about it, but you didn't really know where to go or how to get started. Our, our next section, our next you know piece, part two, we're going to fill you in on everything. The good, the bad, and the ugly of starting a network marketing business and how Bobby and I have been able to create you know millions of dollars in income earned and been able to help tens of thousands of people to do the same thing. 
Stay tuned for part two of the Want to Be an Entrepreneur series. You're going to love it. We're going to talk all about network marketing, me and my amazing husband. And it's pretty easy to find us. You can find me on Instagram, Teen Mom to Millionaire. You can find me on Facebook. You can reach out via one of our websites, bobbyandmichelle.com, or of course, the podcast website, soldoutentrepreneur.com. And I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear what you thought of this series and if you've shared it with anybody. You know, it's the biggest compliment for you to uh, share on social media with somebody that you like this podcast, if it added any value to your life at all. So we appreciate your time. We appreciate your comments and we can't wait to hear from you until next time.